0: He's here from Ethiopia, but he's Swedish. So I, t- I say he's <laughs> Uh I'm going to butcher your name, but I'm going to say it anyway. Per Achvist is uh, Ochvist. Och is that closer? Per vist. Uh He is, now all of you know Carl Hargestam, right? How many know Carl Hargestam? Go ahead and give Jesus a praise for Carl Hargestam, and what Carl has meant to our ministry. is It's tremendous. Uh, Pear oversees the work of Joshua Campaign in the nation of Ethiopia. Now, mo- most of you know Car- uh, that Carl Hargestam has a ministry called Joshua Campaign. He's the CEO, founder, and president of this ministry called Joshua Campaign. Uh, and you all know that it operates very strongly in Ethiopia. But uh, it actually operates all over the world, not just in Ethiopia, but it operates all over the world, and it, it does a lot of work in many different parts of the world. Uh, per oversees all of the work in Ethiopia for and Sweden for Joshua Campaign Ministries. So he is the national director for Ethiopia and Sweden for Joshua Campaign Ministries, which means that he preaches the majority of the Crusades, really, in Ethiopia and in these nations. And when we were there, He was training me to do crusade ministry, and hopefully I'll get another opportunity to come get another dose uh, uh, of that. And we're looking forward to taking a team next year. We were trying to do it the fall of this year, but it's not going to work out for us. So we're looking forward to scheduling a time perhaps in the spring of next year to go join Pear for another crusade in Ethiopia. He has taken the time out of his busy schedule to come and minister to us tonight and share the word of the Lord And he ministers strongly in signs, wonders, healings, and mighty deeds. And so I can promise you if you're sick tonight or have any ailment, he will heal you. He has... No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) His eyes got this big. Wait a minute. (laughs) Can't make that kind of a promise. But I, I do promise you that he's a mighty man of God, and he's going to minister to you tonight and bring us a word that is going to bless us tremendously. So would you welcome with me Pastor Per Ahvist.
1: Oh, thank you so much, sir. <laughs> it's my great privilege to be here tonight. I uh, believe we're going to have a good time, even if Pastor butcher my name. <laughs> but it's it's not easy, so it's all right. It's all right. We are one family, aren't we? Huh? Praise God. Uh, it's a great joy, of course, to, to come to, to U.S. and meet. Uh, uh, Pastor Benjamin has been two times in Ethiopia, and we are ministering together. And uh, somehow it feels like we have turned to become very, very good friends. So even though it's the first time I'm here at Living Hope Church, it feels like I know you. And, of course, uh, I recognize a few faces from uh, uh, the team in Ethiopia. Very nice to see you. And, of course, uh, Gashi or Mr. Asfai, it's a great privilege and joy to see you tonight. God bless you. And, of course, my friend Jonathan is here. Amen. And his wife and family. Uh, uh, I will uh, start to preach pretty soon. uh, But first... uh, We have a saying in Sweden, or, okay, listen, uh, I have prayed true prayers for tonight, okay? The first prayer is that you will understand my English. (laughs) You see, when we get hot here and I start to be enthusiastic, I don't know what of the four languages I will use, you know. (laughs) But just believe that the Lord is with us here tonight, okay? Uh, Secondly, uh, I pray that the Lord will really touch us tonight. If you have, I mean, I want to say, I, I don't want to correct Pastor Benjamin, but I want to say it like this. If you have a sickness or any kind of need in your body tonight, let's have faith. Not in Pat Orquist, but in the Lord. Amen. Amen. Uh, everything is possible with Jesus. And before I get going tonight, I just want to show... Uh, and let us have a little uh, feeling of Ethiopia. I brought with me uh, a video. It's about five minutes long. It's, uh, it shows a little, uh, a few parts of the ministry as we're doing there in Ethiopia. And um, uh, I want you to feel the feeling of a crusade, of uh, the mercy project, of the missionary network, and and uh, the Bible school. I just want you to have a little feeling of what we are doing. Okay. Uh, I want to also um, uh, introduce my wife on this video. Uh, she is a, a beautiful. I mean, she would just fit. We, our family, would just fit into this church. My wife is Ethiopian, and we have two children, Esther and Ruth. And um, uh, 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 okay, uh, she she's the responsible for the uh, um, uh, the the uh, mercy project where we uh, help poor women and children. And um, let me ask you: Have you heard of uh, Cinderella? Well, two of you, okay. Uh, have you heard of Cinderella? You know Cinderella, right? Okay. Uh, yeah. You see, that is my wife. <laughs> So then you know who I am. I think we have been polite enough. Uh, let's let's, uh, let's turn on the video and then gets going. The leadership of Carl Hargiston, Joshua Campaign have forsaved this nation since 1997. It's a gospel time. It is. Amen. Yes. Remember that the gospel is the power of God for salvation. More than 3 million people have responded to the gospel. Jesus have proved himself alive by doing signs, wonders, and many, many miracles. From our Bible school in Addis Ababa, MIBI, and its extensions, we have graduated 191 students that we have sent out as church planters in the remote areas of this nation. Missionary Network is our unreached tribe mission. Our missionary, Nathaniel, has worked for the last five years in the Burana tribe in the south of Ethiopia. Together with 13 full-time missionaries, he has now started more than 100 churches that contain today more than 25,000 people. Father, we pray for this village right
2: now. My name is Abi. I'm born here in Ethiopia in very, very poor family. When I was 4 years old, my mother gave me to a family to be house I lived in bad situation, physically punished, mentally abused for 11 years. I didn't know a family in Sweden praying for me. By miracle, That family found me and took me to Sweden as 15 years old. I met Jesus. He healed me and delivered me. And I could forgive people who treat me bad. Today I live my life to help poor women and children.
1: The Gospel is the power of God for salvation. Whatever you can do to help us to continue to campaign this nation is very pre- appreciated. A crusade like this cost about $20,000. When you give to us, you invest into the eternity. Help us to reach the unreached. Help us to give one chance for every person. God, I hope you enjoyed the video. Um, I want to uh, just take you with me to the gospel right now, and uh, if you want to have a, a title of this of the sermon today, it's just uh, the simple gospel, because I believe that is in the gospel the power of God is. Amen. Uh, so let me take you to uh, Matthew chapter nine. And verse 35. Hallelujah. Verse 35 says, Then Jesus went about in all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues, preaching the gospel of the kingdom, and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. But when he saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion for them because they were weary uh, and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest truly is plentiful, but the laborers are few. Therefore, pray the Lord of the harvest to send out laborers into his harvest." Very simply, you probably can dig a lot deep and you can find a lot of teaching through these uh, few verses. But uh, I I just want to lift up three very uh, 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 important uh, points tonight. What Jesus is doing here. He preached the gospel. He also demonstrated the gospel. And number three, He tells us to multiply the gospel. Praise God, and uh, I think I am the, in the right place with this message, as uh, I understand that this is a mission-sending church, and uh, I know the heart of your pastor and the pastor's wife, how just a uh, mission is burning in their hearts, amen? And uh, and how many burn for mission in here? Oh, amen. Uh, one, two, three, all right, Okay. <laughs> Hallelujah. Uh, it says, and, and you know, uh, the Bible says that we, as, as He is, we shall also be. And um, uh, uh, the works that I do, said Jesus, shall you also do. So let's have Jesus as the greatest example on how we shall perform our ministry. Amen? Uh, Jesus said He went about in all the cities and villages and He preached the gospel. The Bible says that faith comes by hearing and hearing the Word of God. It also says that the Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword. Amen? You see, just by the preaching of the Word of God, we can change. We can change circumstances. We can change lives. We can change families. We can change cities. We can change entire nations by preaching the word of God. Hallelujah. The word of God, Jesus says, the words that I speak, they are life. They are spirit and they are life. When we speak the same words as Jesus speaks, we speak life into any situation. The Word of God is much more than just a a black print on a white paper. Amen? Uh, Every word that comes out of the Bible is filled with life. It's like a container of life that is spread out. When we take the Word of God in our mouth, we speak according to the Word of God and we spread life. Amen. Let me take an example. I don't know how much time I have, but mm, we are fine. I, I have so many examples, but let me go for one, all right? Uh, I will have more later on, but this is, this is for the first. Okay, are you ready? Yes. You're not in a hurry? No. Good. Good. <laughs> The first example I want to give is when we walked in um, into a, a, a town called Shiko. Uh, we brought you, today. I'm going to preach a lot about crusades. Is that okay? Yes. Uh, I mean, you saw that we do much more than crusades. We do church plant. We do mercy project. We do so much other things. But today I want to preach about crusades. Yeah, I th- I think a lot of with the crusades, the core of the gospel. Amen. Yeah. So, so here we come one day. Uh, we, we, have been, um, uh, we had a request from a small town a little in the south of the nation, Ethiopia, uh, to come and put up a crusade. It's named Shiku. I don't know, maybe even on your time, Gashasva, that they called us so many times. But it's a small town and we, we felt like we don't want to go there because it's too less people there. <laughs> so, uh, we, we, uh, you know what I'm saying. We, we spend a lot of money in a crusade and we just want to be so effective as possible. Are, are you with me? Okay. Uh, and they send request after request and uh, finally it starts to come to our hearts that somebody, something is going on in Sheikov. Maybe God wants us to go there. All right. Uh, so uh, finally, we we, uh, we, uh, we we decided to go to Chico, and uh, we put up our uh, our plan schedule. We sent our coordinator lives there for two months, and he worked to prepare the crusade itself. Okay. Uh, now, when we came there, we found out that this this uh, story about a hundred and fifty year old story about this town. Uh, 150 years ago, there was a king living in, in Sheku, or the name was not Sheku at that time, but the, the name of the king was Sheku. Uh, and he had uh, a son, a prince that, uh, uh, I mean, at that time, the, villi- the, the city was more of a village, okay? Are you with me? Uh, so uh, this prince, he was an evil person. And uh, now and then, uh, he, he rode into this village. And uh, when he came there, he did all kind of evil things. Raped the women, uh, stole, robbed, I mean destroyed things. And that was something that was ongoing all the time. We came there uh, and learned this the first day of the crusade. I will tell you why. Uh, the first day, we felt like we were down into mud. Uh, that someone had poured cement on our foot. It was so difficult, you know. When it's not like he, I mean, here is open, here is everybody's friendly, but it was like a, a small crowd. Everything was difficult. We tried to preach, and it felt like the word just dropped out. Do you see the? And and here they told us this story that. Uh, this king, though, the, the, the son of the king, he was so, so evil. And he came uh, down to the village now and then and did all these things. Until the time when, uh, uh, when the, the, the young man of this village, uh, they said, enough is enough. And they, uh, okay, listen. To One day he rode into the village. They pulled him down from the horse. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> they just killed him. Okay, uh, this is the just the plain truth, and and uh, the, of course the king shiko he didn't like it. He got angry. He got furious, and he spoke out a curse over the village, and he said that in this village there will be no family without sicknesses or diseases. He said. Uh, there will be, all the females in every village will have uh, goiters and growths on their body. And he spoke that 150 years ago. Now, every year annually, the, the, uh, the cities, the inhabitants of, uh, of Chico, the, the, which became a city and got the name of the king, okay, uh, Every year, annually, they had a big feast where they slaughtered a lot of cattle to ease the spirits, the evil spirits. Hundreds of uh, of cattle, uh, thousands of goats, and uh, I mean, they, you know, it just they just slaughter all this and had a, a big uh, a big fire for for the for the evil spirits. This just happened a few weeks before the crusade. Hmm. And here we were trying to preach. We were, we were coming with the good news. <laughs> and it was like, mm, we were like walking in mud up to our waist. <laughs> and uh, we felt, what are what go, we going to do? I want to go home. I don't want to be here. I said we shouldn't go to Sheko. <laughs> Have you ever felt like that? You know what? The Bible says, when the Holy Spirit comes upon all flesh, hallelujah. I think we are into the second or the third night. We have been fighting. It has been so hard. And we felt how the Spirit of God just arose. You know, you know when the, the ghost bombs come all over you? I mean, I walked up on the stage, I, didn't, I felt I don't want to preach tonight, I want to do something different. And the Holy Spirit came upon me and he said, there is no bondage in the Word of God. There is no uh, limits in the Word of God. The Word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than a two-edged sword. So we are spoke out into the spirit round and we said, You evil spirit that hold these people in bondage, in Jesus' name, calm down. Yeah. There is power in the gospel. That night, we saw just how a, a transformation happened in the spirit. It was like electrified in the entire place. And that night, so many people gave their life to the Lord. And when we said, uh, please come and testify. Please come and tell us how, what God has done in your life. You know what? It was a long, long line of women standing women, uh, standing ati- beside of this platform. And they just wanted to come. They told us, I had a goiter here, I had a goiter there, I had a cancer tumor here, and it's all gone. Oh, hallelujah. hallelujah. Glory to God. Yeah. Just by preaching the Word of God, preaching the Word of we changed the entire region of Chico. Oh. Praise God. Jesus preached the gospel as we take the word of God in our mouth and speak out accordingly. The same power, the same power is available for you. The same power. When you say in the name of Jesus, when you call out the name, the whole heaven stands up. Every angel, every 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 uh, uh, serabine, every well, I don't know all these uh,
0: cherubim and seraphim.
1: Every one of them, they stand up and they say, "Oh, now he is going again." Now. Benjamin. Benny is preaching again. Hallelujah. I call him Benny. He don't like it. <laughs> don't you do it. It's, it's, it's my privilege. <laughs> Amen. So now they, the whole heaven stands up and backs you up. When you take the word of God in your mouth and you speak it out. Hallelujah. That's why we need to speak the word of God. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Jesus, he uh, preached the word of God, but he also demonstrate the word of God. I have some other, I have several other uh, uh, um, testimonies, but uh, maybe I can save them till another time. Uh, let, let me go into, he demonstrate the word of God. Amen. Another crusade we put up in. Uh, Ah, you don't wor- don't worry where it is. <laughs> you don't even you don't know. That. <laughs> it's me who thinks of the different crusade in Humacho, but you, it's in Ethiopia, Africa, other side of the world. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here is this uh, a, a crusade, and uh, uh, we start on Wednesday. We go through Saturday, Sunday, and um, in this place, it's a great, great, big, big field maybe uh, eighty thousand people uh, uh it didn 't start out it started out maybe forty fifty thousand on wednesday and uh we had prepared here 's the platform we had prepared an area on this side of the platform uh where we uh, ask all those people on stretchers in wheelchairs yes to to prepare to be there okay. Uh, and we asked them to come in the in before the meeting, and most of them could come from the backside, and they were all placed there, and we expected the Lord to heal them all right okay, so here it starts on wednesday night, and here 's a little sloop and uh, downhill here and, and on Wednesday night, after the program had started, suddenly you know i, I mean here is is fifty thousand people it 's a lot. Can you imagine 50,000 people? Uh, maybe not, because it, but it's it, it just, it just, uh, it just a lot of people, all right? <laughs> and, <laughs> and here comes uh, 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 four, four men carrying a stretcher walking down the hill. And as they walk down the hill, they even lift the stretcher high up. Everybody see that they walk in. You got the picture, okay? So they walk in. This is Wednesday night. We pre- some people get healed, some people stand up. It's great, uh, but but on on, on, before, uh, on Wednesday night they also walk out. So comes Thursday, and they are late again. I think most African are, but uh, <laughs> they were a little extra late. We a- actually announced the program to start three thirty, but we if we can get get going about five, it's great. But. Uh, <laughs> uh, but here come here again, everybody sits down, every, it's even more people, and they walk down the hill, cross, I mean, can you imagine? Excuse me, excuse me, carrying in the, everybody see that they walk in, all right? Thursday night, they walk out. Nothing happens. Nothing happens on Friday. Here comes Saturday, and I'm thinking, I was actually thinking about this lady on the stretcher there. I wonder if she comes back again. I mean, everybody sees that she's coming. Four people carrying her high up. And yes, of course, late as usual, they come down the hill, just make a big mess in the crowd. Do you you see the picture? (laughs) Excuse Excuse me. Walking in. Hey, we, don't, we want a lot of sick people walking in, but we don't want them to go. We want them to be healed, right? Yeah. Now, <laughs> here is Saturday. Saturday I preach about, have you heard, have, have Pastor Benjamin preached about the year of Jubilee? <laughs> The fifth, the fi- you, know the, you know the year of Jubilee. The fifth year's year. Every, you know, everyone in Israel who were sold as slaves or, or, or were in prison or anything. The fifth year's year, everybody were free, all right? So we, we have a, 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 a preaching of that, a little evangelistic preaching, a little drama. And I have this trumpet, okay? So I preached that preaching during uh, Saturday night service. And in the end of the service, I take the trumpet and I blow. You know, like when everything is really, really powerful there and to the end. And at the time when the Israelis were free, uh, the slaves were set free, I blow the trumpet. And suddenly, I didn't see. But I stood, I stood on this side of a platform. And so, I, didn't ha- I didn't have time to pray even. I just had preached it, and I blow the trumpet, and suddenly I heard the crowd just lift their hands and start to praise the Lord. You know what happened? This lady that have come on Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, she suddenly started to move. She started to lift her arm. She started to lift her leg, and she walked up on the platform. Hallelujah. She stood on the platform and she said, I felt I have been uh, uh, crippled from neck downward for seven years. And suddenly when I heard the sound of the trumpet... When I heard that I am free, that Jesus has come, and He is the trumpet that blows out freedom today. When I heard that, she said, I felt like an electricity that came all over my body. It started on the top of my head, and it went through to the sole of my feet. And she said, I could, hallelujah, I could not stay on that stretcher anymore. I said, she said, I, it was a burning feeling. I could not stay down. I needed to start to walk. And she walked and she danced and she praised the Lord. Hallelujah. You see, Jesus demonstrates the gospel. Jesus, dem- he's in the business of demonstrating the gospel. Amen. You know, the, in the Corinthians there, it says that, that uh, uh, Paul says, I came to you not with persuasive words, yes. but in demonstration of the power of God. Yes. Hallelujah. Yes. You know what? I believe that we in the church of God today, we need to see the demonstration yes. of the power of God. Yes. Amen. Yes, we will not just have words. Nicey, te- I'm not against teaching. I think we're gonna have. We need more teaching, but praise God, we need the teaching with the power yeah. that Jesus can demonstrate the power of God. What's different? What, dif- what what differentiates us from any other religion? huh. I mean, the any other religion they have their book. Uh huh. They have their gathering. They have their congregation. They have their clergies. They preach. They teach. What differentiates us from them? Uh huh. A risen Christ, amen, sister, amen. A risen Christ that has the power. That demonstrate that this book is not just a book uh, with a few printed letters. But it's the power of God. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. Oh, my friend. Oh, hallelujah. <laughs> I'm not angry. I'm very happy today. <laughs> I just got a little bit excited tonight. (laughs) I just feel that the power of God is here. I just feel that maybe we need to stir up our hearts and souls tonight. Amen. Amen. Can I tell another story for you? Are you ready for another story? You know, as you heard on this video. We print 20,000, usually, I mean, in average, we print 20,000 of these big posters. We do 500,000 handbills. Okay? Uh, and our handbill, we have teams for two weeks just uh, uh, moving around in every drivable direction about 50 kilometers. Uh, 27 to 30 miles in on every drivable road. We have cars that goes out for two weeks. They set up posters and they spread out the handbills. 500,000 handbills. And somehow don't ask me, I don't know how but God had just uh, orchestrated something here one time. This one, one of these 500 handbills had moved away from this uh, Thirty miles distance, and it had traveled, if I calculated right, approximately three hundred and fifty miles to another city. It had gone into a little widow's house. Lives in a in a in a wood uh, wood construction mud house with a a tent top. You see, there she lived with three children. She was a little widow, and. Uh, and uh, she saw this little uh, handbill, A5 size, festival in this area. And uh, the lame walk, the blind see, and the deaf hear. And uh, she started to get so excited. And a hope started in her heart. Because her seven-year-old son, he had, he, he had not walked or talked in his entire life. Her uh, uh, middle daughter, she was deaf. So she said to the oldest daughter, Look at this. Maybe, maybe there is a God that can do something for uh, uh, our family. She did not know. She was not sure about it. She was an Orthodox, as as, as, as most 45% are in the field. She said, maybe there is a God That can help us. In our situation. She took the local transport. And when I uh, just convert the cost. Cost $8 per person to travel. $8 is not much. But it's a lot when you don't have it. Right? She traveled all the way. to, uh, To this place. She came there on a Friday night. We started Wednesday. But she arrived on Friday night. After the preaching. And I thought I had preached good that night. (laughs) She stood there with her children. And when we started to pray. Suddenly the boy who had never walked or talked. He stood up. And he said mommy I can walk. (laughs) And she goes yes and you can talk. (laughs) Now here's the thing. They came up. The whole family came up on the stage that night. And they uh, told us the story, how they had traveled, how they had expectation in, uh, in the Lord and so on. And, uh, and, and she stood there. I, I mean, I got really, really excited about this boy that have never walked. I mean, you know, I'm flammable. <laughs> when, when I hear something, I got, wow, hallelujah. I started to shout and dance and praise the Lord. Ooh, you know. But the mother, she stood there. Yeah, I'm very happy. And I go like, Mother, you, you don't look happy. What? I I'm happy for my son, but my daughter, she's still deaf. And we go like, Yeah, but that's not a problem for God, you know. So we ask like, Shall we pray for your daughter? Yes, please. You know, she's very. She kind of. Uh, uh, yeah, don't forget. I mean so we have, we have said, okay, if Jesus can do this for your son, he can do it for your daughter. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Let's have faith together. And we put our hands on her ear and we prayed In Jesus' name. Immediately she started to hear. Aww. Hallelujah. <laughs> Jesus demonstrate the power. Jesus demonstrate the power of the gospel. I'm not ashamed of the gospel because it's the power of God for salvation. Glory, glory, glory. Amen. And do you know what that little lady said? She said, now I'm happy. (laughs) And she said like this, now I understand that I don't need to pray to Mary. I can pray straight to Jesus. Hallelujah <laughs> Glory to God. The gospel is the power of God for salvation. Let's not make the gospel complicated. Let's make it simple as it is. Preach Jesus Christ, and Jesus will stand up for every word. If you put in your words, He might pull back. Uh-huh. But if you pray if you preach His word. If you preach a simple gospel, glory to God, He will back it up. He will send all the angels and all the other things. (laughs) That backs everything up. Amen. Because this word is not just words, black print on a white paper. What is it? It is the, I can't hear you. What is it? It's the power of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every word is spirit and every word is life. Hallelujah. Glory, glory to Jesus. Now I don't have to have a mediator. Now I can pray straight to Jesus. You know what? There is not, we cannot add anything to the grace of God. We cannot uh, ta- take anything out. But we can just come to God as we is. Lord, this is who I am. No, no, I'm a simple man. I'm not against I'm I'm not against education. I'm not against anything. I <laughs> need to find the right balance. So I don't <laughs> step on pastor's toe. <laughs> I'm for education. I'm for universities I'm for education in God's word and it's something great to just go deep into the word of God it's a great satisfaction but you know what it doesn't change the world it's when we take the simple gospel we don't let it stay here but we take it here Right? And we move it out and let the passion. We can never uh, be educated to evangelize. We can never educate one another to a certain system how to build a church. Or how to do this, how to do that. It's not. It's only come by passion that we want to see, see a changed world. Amen. Amen? Our love to other people. That was, will change this world glory to God (laughs) I need to take one more one more this is the greatest testimony I think that is what faith is about Okay, listen this lady she came to one of our one of the largest crusades we had maybe 200-250 thousand people on the field and this lady third night Friday night uh, you know, we are very strict with who we are letting coming up on the platform to testify. We have teams on each side of the platform. They shake the miracle. They ask questions. How long time? When did it happen? What have happened? How did it happen? I mean, they have a list of questions how to ask to verify that this is a real miracle. If they have no one to verify, they ask, does anybody know this person? You know, even when we take them on platform, if we feel uh, uh, just a little little, uh, uh, hesitant, we ask, is there anyone in the crowd that knows this person? And usually there is someone who says, "Yes, she's my neighbor. I know she was blind and so on. All right? So we want to be very, very sure. uh, In this business, uh, uh, it's very important that we are accurate, Right? That we are not, you know, trying to help God. Okay, we hope it was a miracle. No, I mean, then we will be out of business very, very quickly, all right? Or a half headache, it's it's partially gone, you know? I mean, we, we want to have clear, no doubt, and just clear, clear miracles. Oh, are you with me? I'm preaching, and I see this... Uh, lady walking up and she have a big goiter on her the side of her neck. And I go like, <coughs> ushers, <laughs> ushers, why? We cannot have, they, not those who need prayers will come up, only those who have received the miracles. Are you with me? Amen. And she goes like, she refused. I don't know how she had made it. It's probably like a, a like a cell day on uh on uh, Victoria's Secret or something. You know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She just came through and she came up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Are you with me? I, mean, I just tried to I try to bring the gospel cultural right to America. Is that right? <laughs> she was so eager to come up. <laughs> Thank you. You helped me a lot. <laughs> Now she stands here. Now she stands here, and she goes, I mean, I find it in translator. So, so she goes like, "Oh, listen, Pastor, listen, listen. I had three goiters. <laughs> oh yeah, and one was so big on this side I couldn't move the head. Look, I can move it freely. And yeah, thank you. But still, you have this goiter. It's it's a little difficult to explain. Okay, and." and uh, and I was trying to convince her. But she was like, I want to testify. And I said, no, you can't. <laughs> 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 and I felt a little bad about her. But, because she was so eager. She was so happy. But I told her, listen. And here, I think it's good. We need to be very accurate. Mm-hmm. I told her, listen. I want you to walk away. And say, thank Jesus. Speak to the God. Just... Yes, Thank him that he will remove the third one as well. All right. So she's uh, finally agrees and start walking. This is Friday night, and I said, "You come back. Probably it will be gone till tomorrow. So you come back." You know. Saturday night comes. I'm looking for her. I couldn't find her. So I, got, I felt, I felt so bad. I felt like. I'm the most wicked person on the face of the earth. This lady, she was so enthusiastic, she was so happy, and now I discourage her. Maybe she will lose the, her miracles, you know? So, she was, I didn't see her on Saturday. I didn't see her on Sunday morning. But on Sunday night, i minding my business on the platform, and suddenly I heard somebody took my arm, and pulled me around. <laughs> she, she stood right in front of me and she started to point. Look at my neck! <laughs> she told, listen, she told me the story. She said, On Friday night, I was a little discouraged. And I said, I'm going, I, I, and for some reason, she needed to go to her village. One and a half hour walk. Not a drive, a walk. She walked to her village and she was thinking about everything that had happened. About the two goiters that had left and, and the, the third one that was still there. She said, when I, walked, when I came to my village, I, st- I stood still before I entered the village. And she started to think and sh- she started to say like this. Now, this is a person newly saved, all right? She has not gone to the cemetery. Uh, I mean seminary. Uh, That was my purpose. (laughs) uh, But this is the greatest testimony of faith. She said, before I entered to the village, I stood there and I felt how something arose from the inside. I started to be angry. I started to be upset on that thing. And she said, she had no education. She has no spiritual schools or nothing. She just said like this. In Jesus' name, you goiter, you followed me when I walked out of the village. You followed me when I went to that uh, crusade. You followed me when I walked home. In Jesus name, I will not let you to come home to my home again. The very next step she took it was God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That is how faith operates. That is faith in the living God. That is a demonstration of the power of God. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. I will not let you to come home with me. The next step, praise God. Walking in authority of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Oh Jesus, we are running out of time, but we are running into the glory. Hallelujah. (laughs) <laughs> we have African time here I lo- that's the best sister you have in this. <laughs> hallelujah thank you ma'am <laughs> 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 glory to God <laughs> well Jesus he preached the gospel he demonstrated the gospel he also tells us To multiply, pray to the Lord of harvest to send out laborers into His harvest. He tells us to multiply what He demonstrated that we can do. He showed us what we can do. He showed the works that I do shall you also do and even greater works shall you do because I go to the Father and whatever you pray in My name I will do for you. Whatever. Whatever. Does whatever means whatever. There is nothing outside whatever. But whatever you pray in my name, I will do for you. Oh Lord, heal the sick. Oh Lord, pour out your spirit. Oh Lord. yeah. It's just our imagination that can stop what the Lord want to do with your life. What the Lord want to do through your life. What the Lord want to do through your church? It's just our imagination that can hinder God. Because in God, there is no hindrance. In the heavens, there is no hindrance. Hallelujah. There is no limitations. What God can do with a person totally devoted to Him. Multiplication. Let me end with one testimony here tonight. You saw we, we run a Bible school in, in, in Ethiopia. It's about a year ago, now we had a graduation, and uh, uh, this young man had been in the Bible school the entire year, and I didn't know about this but uh, uh, the uh, the day of graduation, we gave out the diplomas uh, he, his wife was there, and she stick out a little bit from the audience. she was so i mean she was so uh, she just shined of God. You know? uh, she, her eyes were sparkling, and she had dressed up in the most beautiful uh, traditional dress. Uh, it was yellow, and all this—what do you call that? Sparkling, uh-huh. Oh, you know what I mean. This, sorry, on the, it was beautiful. All right, and, and, and she, uh, uh, she was so proud. She goes, "This is my husband," you know. <laughs> <laughs> go girl <laughs> and uh, I wanted to take some pictures of them and they told me this story two years earlier they had been somehow I don't exactly know uh, but they had had an encounter with Jesus they have felt how the Lord called them to start a church in a place there is no church they lived in a village 10 years Hours drive on t- with transports outside the capital city. The man had come in September because they know that if they're going to start the church, the man needs teaching. He needs to go to a Bible school. He came to our M- uh, uh, Mission Evangelist Bible Institute. And he was trained for nine months. Uh, one time during the year, he was able to go back and say hello to his wife and four children. I'm not saying that uh, it's good to leave your family behind. But I'm talking about his heart and their heart, their devotion, their uh, commitment to the call of God. They f- had an encounter with Jesus. They felt that they should leave. their. Uh, they, had a, um, uh, they had a little uh, farmland and he was doing the farm there. He had built his house. They had visions of uh, uh, expanding the farm and build a bigger house. And the Lord stepped in. Says so they want them to move to another village. It's ten hours in the other direction, and the wife said, "We hope we are okay." She said like this: "We are so happy that Tesfahe, his name, the Tesfahay comes home for two weeks. We're gonna enjoy his company. Then he's gonna move to the other village, ten hours in the other direction." There is no no church. He's going to plant a church and hopefully in one year we can all join Him there. What a commitment. Amen. You know, I believe that's the prayer we need to pray. Send out harvest. Send out laborers to the harvest. The harvest truly is plentiful. Amen. That kind of, of, of laborers that we need for the the unreached areas of the of the world amen there is power in the preached word jesus stands up to uh, demonstrate always demonstrate the pure simple gospel because it's the gospel that is the power of god hallelujah but he have somehow decided That God will not move or do anything on the earth except through you and me. Except through the mankind. Through us. Amen. Let's pray that God will send out laborers into His harvest. Glory to God. We're going to take some time today and pray. We're going to pray for... I want to... I just felt the Lord... We're going to pray for this church because you have a mission heart. You have a, a calling to take mission, to take the gospel to the most remote corners of the face of the earth. Africa, Asia, and so many other places. We're going to pray for that. But we're also going to pray, if you have any kind of physical need in your body today... Uh, We're going to pray for that. We're going to take some time to let the Holy Spirit just move in here. Alright? How many have a physical need? How many of you have something in your body that uh, uh, is not there as God has created you to be? Okay? Uh, Then we will pray and we will ask the Lord to do whatever He wants, whatever He can, whatever is possible today. Uh, uh, I hope and my prayer is that everyone will have a touch of the Lord. Maybe it's, so, uh, maybe it's so that you have some emotional, uh, f- soulish things that the Lord need to deal with tonight. Then there is a great anointing here right now and the Lord will touch and work in your heart, work in your soul. Before we do that, uh, I will just let, uh, give the, the, the mic to Pastor. And we're going to take... Uh, pastor is so generous. He said we're going to take an offering. So, I want to take the offering. We will take that practical thing now. All right? Uh, but then I want us to just have no rush. I don't want to stop and, and, and you know, um, cut off the time of praying later on. But whatever you can do to help us, it's so appreciated. Lord, uh, uh, Lord. <laughs> Benny (laughs) Benjamin, (laughs) it's hard to see difference. difference. It's hard to see difference of. No, there's a big difference. (laughs) All right. Uh, Could we have? Yeah, good. All right. All right.
0: Listen, let's have the ushers come forward. How many have been blessed tonight? Have you been blessed tonight? Strengthened, encouraged. I've been blessed, strengthened, encouraged. We're just going to take a moment to sow into this man's ministry, uh, into the great work that they do. Father, I just pray you bless this offering. I pray you multiply it to meet the needs of this, your servant and his family and his ministry. And I pray you would take it as a seed and let it bring forth much fruit. Lord, we sow it with faith. We sow it with thanksgiving. We sow it with great joy and with great anticipation that whatever we put in your hand, you're going to multiply it. Lord, I thank you that this family, you're holding them in the palm of your hands and you're using them for your glory because their lives are surrendered to you. If you would take what we're able to give tonight in your hand and use it for your glory, we will be grateful eternally to you. We'll give you the glory for it. In Jesus' mighty name. God bless you as you give. And as you give, we're just going to remain in an attitude of worship. Want us now just to begin to lift our hearts to the Lord. If at any time during this altar time, after we receive the offering, we're going to dismiss the service for anyone who has to go, but anyone who's hungry for the Spirit of God, and you have the time to stay, I invite you just to come to this altar with your needs with your desires, with what is heavy on your heart, that the Lord would lift it. And I believe God is going to do a great work among us tonight. and We're going to see an outpouring of His Spirit. Hallelujah. I need someone to lift this. Come here, Colin. It's okay. We're just going to clear this this altar space. And if you're here tonight and you just have special needs, you want hands to be laid on you, Pastor Per is going to pray and minister tonight. I want you to just come stand at this altar right now. Just come stand at this altar. God's going to touch. God's going to touch. I'm just going to hand over the service back to Per.
1: Hallelujah. Let's everybody stand up. Could we just uh, lift our hands to the Lord? Don't talk. Don't speak in tongues. Don't pray. Just let us lift our hands to the Lord. I know many people are going to come forward tonight. If you have a physical need, emotional need, or any kind of need today, just come and just fill this. Fill this place. We have more place here. Just come, come, come. Keep your hands up. Hallelujah. Hallelujah Father God Sorabakatoria la mandoria stakatoria mand Orya Hallelujah just yes. can you Let me start with one prayer Father God, I pray for each and every one in this room right now. Lord, as we have spoken your word tonight, we have spoken out your power. We have spoken out your gospel. We know that it's in the gospel, their power. Lord, we just ask to touch each and every one tonight. Touch, Lord touch Lord I know my hand is is not long enough it's too short but your hand is not too short Lord stretch out your hand tonight stretch out your hand tonight bless Lord bless Lord bless in Jesus name could you help me tonight to just lift your hand and call the name of Jesus yes call out Jesus 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 call on Jesus tonight call on Jesus tonight oh Jesus Jesus we call upon you tonight we call upon you tonight you are closer than our own breath in this place. Oh, we call out for your power. We call out for your mercy. We call out for your glory. Touch, 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 Lord. Son Lord Monday. just receive, receive now in Jesus' name. Can we?